Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to... He's overselling it. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Sunnyside Podcast. It. I'm Andy. I'm Ron. I'm PJ. I'm Scott. Keep the theme tune. <laughs> <laughs> Keep on Sunnyside, always on. Okay, now, here are things I want to tell you, right? Oh, it's one of these shows. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle up, folks. I have a tiny, insy-wincy problem with my iPhone. It is so small. I'm so glad you said iPhone. <laughs> so small and so utterly insignificant that, that it's hardly even worth bothering about. But what was happening was my iPhone wasn't backing up. And the thing that's really annoying about that when your iPhone's not backing up is it has this little red circle to say, boing, one little message, and you go, what, what is that? Your iPhone hasn't backed up. Oh, fuck. Oh, and then you swipe it and it goes away. And the next day, seeing boink, one little red message, you think, iPhone hasn't backed up. I thought, oh, this is really annoying. But it, I just forgot about it. Phoned Apple. I said, hi, I've got this little thing, and it's just a little tiny thing. It's not a big deal because all my data is on the cloud anyway, so it doesn't matter if it doesn't back up, but it, it just keeps saying hasn't backed up. And I went, oh, yeah, let's run through a couple of things. They ran through a couple of things. And then they said, uh, uh, can you run this diagnostics thing for us? And I went, yeah, okay, I'll run the diagnostics thing. Ran the diagnostics. And I, I kind of, I, I, they went, oh, we'll have to go away and think about this. I'm going, it's like literally just not backing up. I mean, it's not a big deal. I'm not that fussed about it. They, they come back about three days later and they go, yeah, you need a new phone. I went, what? He says, your, your phone, it's a fault with the phone. It's a weird one, <laughs> but it's a fault with your phone. You need a new phone. I'm going, are you sure? And he went, yeah, yeah, it's a fault with your phone. He says, what you've got to do is take it to the app store and we'll get you a new phone. Now, my phone is on, it was bought from three. So I'm thinking, okay, well, that's, that seems fair enough. Uh, that's very kind of them to replace my phone because it won't back up. I mean, like, it's not even worrying me in the slightest. So you go, go, we'll make an appointment for you. So I go down to the app store. And I arrive at the app store. I go, hi, they said, um, they said they're going to replace my phone. And the guy goes, oh, yeah, we'll need to run a load of diagnostics on it. So he takes the phone and he goes, right. And he tries a bunch of things. He goes, oh, that's weird. And he goes, um, have they tried wiping everything out off it and then restoring it from a backup? I went, no, no, because it's not making a backup. That's, that's the problem is it won't back up anything. And they didn't want to wipe everything without backing it up. I says, but, I, you know, nothing's that important. You can wipe it all out. It doesn't matter because it's all in the cloud. It's all in the cloud. It's fine. Uh. So he, he wiped it all out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he started reinstalling it, and mm-hmm. it wouldn't reinstall from the last backup. And he went, oh, that's, yeah, I think you need a new iPhone. <laughs> so I'm like going, okay, that, that's fair enough. I mean, that, that's what I came here like an hour ago for, to, and they had to do all this. He went, yeah, well, let me, and he went away. And in the meantime, he says, is there anything else I can help with while we're waiting on this other thing happening? I says, well, I've got a little problem with my iPad, which is basically the pinch and the touch and the stuff. It doesn't always work. It seems that sometimes there are little dead zones. Sometimes if you have the keyboard out, you can, certain letters will work and certain letters will not work. And sometimes other things will do. He goes, well, do you want us to book it in now? I went, no, it's fine. I mean, that's okay. I wouldn't worry about it. I'll, I'll, what I'll do what is do you mean I wouldn't worry about that? No, would no, no, no. It, 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 it annoys the shit out of me. It annoys the shit out of me. But uh, having worked in IT, I know if a problem is intermittent and I can't make that problem happen there and then, then it's fucking useless to them. They will, you know, if it doesn't happen in front of them, it can't, you know, it might as well not, not have happened. I said, what I'll do is I'll go home. Uh, when it happens again, I'll make a little video of it and then I can bring in the video and you can see exactly what he's doing. That's a good idea, sir. That's excellent. 
So I still wait on my phone coming back. And I'm sitting there what with the iPad. Have you got? Hmm? It's an iPhone 7. 7. It's an iPhone 7. So I'm still waiting on my phone coming back. So I'm sitting there doodling on my, on my iPad Pro. And I go to Pinch and Zoom. The Pinch and Zoom isn't working. He goes, oh, is that the thing? I went, yeah, I see the Pinch and Zoom's not working. He went, that's weird. I pressed the home button. I says, what do you see? I press the home button. Go back and do it. Pinch and Zoom. Working perfectly. Now he goes, oh, right. I, I'll replace that for you now. <laughs> what the, why, why is this getting replaced right now and the phone the phone has had four fucking hours it's had four weeks of Apple and then that, what the, he goes oh, I, and he goes and checks he goes oh yeah, actually we don't have one so we'll get one in three days and we'll just replace that one are you just going to replace that? He went, yeah so you don't want to run like diagnostics and stuff oh no we've seen the problem <laughs> Okay, so I'm I'm sitting there going, I'm, I'm getting a new iPad and I'm getting a new iPhone. This is this is really odd. Somebody's doing well. <laughs> no, because no, the same fucking things I've got. They weren't that annoying. They just weren't quite perfect. And he comes back and he goes, Yeah, here's the thing. Your phone is uh, one year, two months old. So it's out of the one year warranty. It's now in the two second year warranty, the EU second year warranty. So what you'll have to do is take it to three. And three will either give you a new phone or authorize you for a repair. Went, oh, okay, that's good. He says, here's a sheet of paper. Take that to three. Give that to three. And they will go, oh, yes, sir, we'll replace your phone. Three, cross the street. Wander across the street. Wait for 40 minutes for someone to see me. He says, hi, I've been sent over by Apple. My phone's not working. He goes, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, Apple. Oh, oh. He goes, what you've got to do, take your phone to Apple, get them to repair it. We will refund you the repair. All you have to do is phone up three, first of all, tell them how much it's going to cost, send them proof of purchase, and then we'll refund that. Uh, he says, do you have a sheet of paper? I go, yeah, here, here's my Apple thing. He goes, right. And he looks at it and goes, there's no price on this? Nothing? Zero? Because I said, don't bother doing the repair because he sent me to three. So he goes, what you've got to do is go to Apple and ask them to book it in. <laughs> To get the repair. So I saunter across the Apple again. This is like R9. And I go <laughs> over at Apple. And I'm going, hi, I was in like maybe 20 mi- I was in 20 minutes ago with this thing. A guy goes, oh, yeah, I, I can't really deal. Let me put you this other guy. So I go to this other guy. He goes, hi, yes, sir, what is it? I says, well, I've got this sheet here. I just need a price on it. He says, oh, we can't do that. That's been locked off now. We can't do any. We'll have to book you in for a new session <laughs> with the Apple genius. The phrase incandescent with rage is running through my mind <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> All right, going, right, right. He says, uh, oh, I see from the thing you were in there on the, um, on the 23rd. I went, yeah. That was an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> it goes, just fix it. Oh, this is right. Well, um, yes, I, yeah, uh, we'll have to book you in for the thing. I says, look, I th- I think if you just give me a price, I can phone up three and tell them the price. He goes, yeah, okay, all right, it's three hundred and nine pounds. They replace the phone. That's what they do. Yeah. So I come home with the number for three. The three number on your phone is 333. So you dial 333. And you get through and it says, press one for this, two for that. And you go, right. I says, press four if none of these options are appropriate. So you press four. And it goes, ha, 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 press one, two or four or whatever. Uh, and uh, for your, if you have a phone problem, an actual problem with your phone, press two. Press two. It goes, hang up the phone, call on a different phone with this number, 0333 <laughs> So I'm like, right, okay. So I hang up. This is because my phone wouldn't back up. Everything else was fucking fine. So anyway, I go to my normal phone. I lift up my phone. I dial three, 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 one, two, three, four, whatever. 
and, and it's exactly the same thing. It's exactly the same. Press one for this. You, exactly. You've got a normal I mean, phone. What? You've got a normal yeah. like a, a house phone. Yeah, thing. it's only so I can watch TV for some reason. Right, okay. I don't mean I don't understand the alchemy of it, but <laughs> without a phone, my TV stops working. Apparently, I don't, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, so I phone up. What? And I'm on the, on the landline, and it goes, do you have a problem with your phone? So exactly the same voice menu. And I press the number saying, yes, I have a problem with my phone. So I press the number, it goes, you hang up the phone. Redial dial on a new phone, 333. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? In the streets, they're calling just, murder. <laughs> I saw hang up and go, what the fuck? Jesus Christ, my phone was fine. Meanwhile, there's somebody in the call center pissing themselves <laughs> laughing. My phone was fine. Let's so, see if we can make a call from now. I eventually <laughs> Go got, to a pay phone. <laughs> I eventually got through to someone in three and they went, yeah, you just email your receipt to proofs at threemail.com. That's it. That's all you have to do. And I said, can you send me a text message? Because they want me to pay for the repair and then they're going to refund me the, the repair fee, which is 309 quid. And I don't want to pay. I, like three, I wasn't, didn't want to spend any money. <laughs> and now I have to pay 309 quid to get it refunded. But the bastards will probably put it on a refund on my phone bill. They'll probably credit you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. That's, that's what I'm really worried about. That's not the same. I know it's not the same. So anyway, that it's was my adventure. <laughs> that's my exactly, adventure. Exactly, but it wasn't spent yeah. in Tesco. <laughs> so anyway, that's customer services for you. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That was just I mean, it only me seems nuts. to be you. <laughs> it's funny that, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I th- you tell me what I did wrong. I am a model customer. I like. I go to an IT guy, and I, having worked in IT, I have every single bit of evidence you need to show that there's a fault somewhere. Yeah. Oh, you you're, you're the shop. They knew you, what you were <laughs> so, like. You're one of, oh, those. Oh, one of those. Now, let me tell you what the problem is here. <laughs> now. Let me tell you my other adventure this week. All right. This is even more, this is interesting, right? I think it's interesting. Are, have you, are you familiar with a thing called Magic Leap? Yes. Okay. Magic I'm not. Leap I'm, I'm not. You're not. Magic no. Leap is a, an augmented reality headset. Okay. Like we, uh, Oculus Rift? Uh, like an o- Oculus Rift is a virtual reality headset. And the difference is. Oh, okay. The difference is virtual reality. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Virtually nobody. <laughs> There's four blokes in so, Seattle and two in San Francisco. There, I mean, there, there has been a call for a voice of the people on this show. And you, may well, you may well be it, Andy, I, I have to say. Um, but I care. It's very... It's Look, a recurring theme of this show is how I want my studio. Mm-hmm. Right? I, want, I have an artist studio in my room. Yeah. My, in my uh, house has a little the, tiny The room's about it. half the size of it's this room. It's a tiny, tiny yeah. room, right? It's a tiny room. I want I want the facility. I want a thing where you put on like some magic goggles and you sit at your drawing table and the walls just disappear and replaced by mountain tops. That's what I want. Mushrooms. Yeah. That's <laughs> the answer. That no, but I want the drawing board to stay exactly oh, right. where it is. Yes, I want so, it to yeah. be just exactly where it is. Um, so this is a thing I've always wanted, right? This this idea of of a co- augmented reality is where they add things into your reality, and you can look around and see everything in here as is, but you can also see extra things that are virtual that are not real. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, there are Hololens. Microsoft has a thing called Hololens, which does that. So you can, I mean, the crudest use of it. Your phones and stuff will do it now. There's games that are yeah, augmented well, reality. Yeah, there are games that are augmented reality, but they what they do is they video stuff. So what you're seeing is video, so it's two dimensional. And they yes. impose things on that video. What augmented reality headsets do is they literally put these things in front of your eyes 
on top of the reality you're seeing. So when you look around, um, I was playing with a HoloLens today and it was a, a murder crime scene and you can walk up to the murder victim and look at them when they're lying on the floor and they're all, they're kind of holograms on the floor, but only you can see them. So you look like a tit <laughs> when, yeah. when you're walking around pinching, like you have to pinch the midair for the HoloLens. Oh, it's like a real detective. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, um, I I've been fascinated. Magic Leap is is a company that's worth four billion on paper. It's uh, they are uh, investment has come from all these different companies, including um, they're doing stuff with the what do you call it the the um, the video effects company, the visual effects company yeah. that did uh, Lord of the Rings Weta Workshop. Th- this might be a segment of a different discussion, but they are one of those tech companies that has yet to make a bean. It's oh yeah, burning through cash at an yeah. alarming rate, yeah. and yeah. investors are now looking at each other going. What are we doing? Yeah, what is this? I, I know someone who wants that cash. Yes. Yeah. Well, here's here's where it gets interesting. Um, I uh, what they one of the things they're doing is they've called out for developers. They've basically said we've up to five hundred thousand dollars of money to spend on whatever it is you want to do. Now it's marketing money, so it's it's in kind marketing essentially and in kind equipment. Yep. So it can amount to almost nothing really. But but that's that's a thing they're doing, and they uh, basically said we want projects. So I kind of thought. But you know, fuck it. What, what am I going to lose? I could just, I just make up something that I want to do. And there's a thing, this thing that I want to do. So I kind of filled in a form. I thought it'd be fun. You're keeping the idea secret. Keeping the idea secret. It's not. It's not that big an idea. I mean, it's not that big Might a deal. Well share it with all with uh, both the listeners. Both <laughs> the listeners. <laughs> fuck you. There's up here four listeners. <laughs> if there's uh, if there's one, there's four. I'm sure of it. Um, the the uh, the idea is is a kind of virtual reality. It it. Augmented all of reality. it augmented reality. They uh, it all adds to to what you've got. The idea is you have an, a, a a room like Scott has here, which is full of these awesome things. But it adds more. It adds. It's like a, a you know, if you want to sit and read Batman comics, it becomes the Batcave around you. So you've got this cool sort of stuff going on. So I mean, there's more to it than that. But that's that just kind of makes the me want the Batwing more now. Well, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Batwing would be cool. Anyway, I filled this thing in and I posted on Twitter. I filled this thing in and somebody said, "Oh, you should chat to Andy Lanning. Andy Lanning was a comic." It's every Everyone on this show called Andy. <laughs> what colour is this one? I believe it's an age thing. <laughs> this is another. This is another white Andy. Um, there, the Andy Lanning um, is an inker and is a writer. And um, I did not know this, but I tweeted to him, and we've had a chat. He's also the executive creative director at, at uh, Magic Leap. So, so okay. that's kind of interesting. That mm. that that thing's interesting. I then sent an email to a guy uh, in Belfast who is doing government-funded uh, augmented reality stuff. And I said, hey, I've been chatting to Magic Leap. And, I, and he went, ooh. <laughs> so I've been down today at this place looking at VR headsets and talking about what we could do with a big project like that. And, and, when, and you when, guys and when, laughed. You laughed when I said I wanted to be on a mountaintop. Actually, actually, I think what Scott and I said was, can we have a job? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. You Let's take the piss until it becomes a terrifying so I don't. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, uh, you'll not know this, but about 10 years ago, I came up with an iPhone comic concept thing. That, the that, first one. The first one. Um, uh, that that um, was banned by Apple because of the content of it. It was a silly kid's it was a violent 70s it was not kids for comic. Kids. <laughs> it was not for kids, but it was a very over the top uh, thing. And it, because Apple kind of went, "Oh, it's a bit scary and violent." No, you're not having that. We we end up with worldwide publicity and and the, my 15 minutes of fame. You know, we'll we'll put a link to the Murder Room articles yeah. in the, in the yeah. show. Yeah, it, it was astonishing, and we ended up. Um, 
I ended up kind of doing stuff with Universal, uh, Univer- not Universal Studios, Universal. It was whoever made Heroes. Yeah, who the guys that made Heroes got in touch and said, Cadbury's. we want, uh, <laughs> what is it, Cadbury's? <laughs> if only, if only it were Cadbury's. Uh, they got in touch and we ended up uh, doing the comic app for them and stuff. And that's what, cool. what sent me off kind of doing comics uh, as a full-time, because I ended up doing programming and going, what the, f- I'm doing even more computer work now than I was doing before. So I, I kind of, I'm conscious these things can blow up faster than because mm-hmm. that that all happened within the space of four weeks. That, that me having a day job and me leaving my day job because of worldwide publicity because in four weeks, you know, that, so I'm conscious that these things can these can happen to you unexpected, unexpectedly. But anyway, that's been my week. It's been fucking weird. And then <laughs> today, I got an email from my maybe a Nigerian niece, prince from my maybe <laughs> niece. We've, talk, we've talked about this we before. We have talked about maybe But it was before. a long time ago. It was, a, it was a few years ago. I got an email out of the Did blue. Did she hear that you might be get, uh, coming into a windfall from Magic no, League? No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, that bastard my, bro- my brother... <laughs> oh, don't say things like that. My, um, my brother died when he was 26. Died of sudden adult death syndrome. He had... Unknown to us. Way to wreck the room. <laughs> oh, I, it's something I've never... I was mid-laugh. It's fine. It's okay. He died. That's all. People die. uh, And then people keep going. That's the way of it. Um, But he left behind two little presents that we didn't know about. One, a son who we met when he was 13. And one, a daughter who contacted me when she was 22. (laughs) Which is kind of remarkable. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So she got in touch again today. I haven't heard from her in years. Was that after seeing the the murder drum articles? No, but weirdly, she did say because I was on the internet, she could find me quite easily. Well, yes. So anyway, that's all my news. I Phew, I'm glad I'm burdened. Chicken the other day. It's a little bit uh, moving on from there. But uh, what's that? New way to roast the chicken. There you go. You've over. Do tell. I'm just moving on. <laughs> well, I'm interested. Hi, what what have you done to a chicken to roast it differently than than mankind has done before? Um, uh, I made a cock up of my timing, and um, it's good for a chicken. Hey, <laughs> and then just had to uh, turn it off and leave it sat in its own juices for a little bit, which made all the um, that's what's going to happen. The bits, on the bits that usually can dry out a little bit were were just amazingly. Are you supposed to turn fat. a chicken upside down? Is not the thing you're supposed to do? Yeah, yeah, you kind of. Although if I'd have done it, the breast would have probably overdone it, but. Because it's sat in a, in a oh, sealed unit, it's sat in its own juice. I want to try. Have you seen the uh, for Thanksgiving Americans do these like deep fried Ter-Durkins? turkeys? Turdurkins. Turdurkins. Yes, the duck stuff. Ter- the turducken. Or turducken. No, I'm not talking about. That. I'm talking about the deep fried turkeys, where yeah, they go I'm out like f- they they take. Big your fryer. They take no. They take like a like a uh, a steel oh, drum, like vat yeah. and take it out into the back garden yeah. and uh, basically fill it with boiling oil, hot oil. oil. Yeah, cooking oil must be cheaper over there than it yeah. Is. <laughs> And then they have two people and they lower it down like on a, like a spit. They just set it and they set it down and it, it takes like five minutes or something like that. And five then they, minutes? It's really quick. It's, it's really, really quick. Hot. And then they lift it back out. But if you search it on YouTube, there are people who put frozen turkeys in. Yeah. And when you put the frozen turkey into a vat of boiling oil, it explodes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's fun to watch. <laughs> like, can we not just stick with bottles of Diet Coke and Mentos? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's been easier. Ron feels that's a waste of good Diet Coke, don't you, Ron? It's and Mentos. <laughs> but I did I did have a Durkin this week. A Turdukin? Yeah, me, yeah, me too. Me too. It was brilliant. Yeah. Hannah, oh, Hannah, Hannah got it. the same one? Hannah Day. Oh, sorry, you're not yeah, talking we, about having a poo? No. <laughs> no. Sorry. A Turd. Turducken. 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 Yeah. So Hannah got it. Yeah, Hannah got it from in... Iceland, I think, and it uh-huh. was just a 
massive quantity of meat. It's a duck inside a chicken inside a turkey. That's the one. That's the one. I had that for dinner. Inside an ostrich. On Friday night. (laughs) (laughs) Swallowed a spider to catch the fly. And on Friday night, and then we made made, uh, turkey slash chicken slash duck curry the next night with the leftovers, and then there were still leftovers yesterday. I was like, fucking... Leftovers, is there? It was massive... And I know you're eating for two. It was my, I, me and then yeah, Hannah's also eating for two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was quite nice. I didn't know that that was a, a thing. Tur- right. tur- tur- You've never heard of that? No. Really? No, I knew that you could get things like, like, uh, like posh toff shite, like foie gras. Foie gras. It's easy for you to say. I know. <laughs> foie gras. Foie gras. Nosh. Tosh. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. But that's the one that's like illegal. You're not allowed to serve it, right? Because of gavage. Hmm? What? Gavage. making up weird words no, now. Gavage is the process of force feeding um, yeah. the ducks <coughs> the du- yeah. to make them make their livers fatter and yeah. fatter. So that, yeah. It yeah. does not sound healthy or good. No, or no, it's, it's, a bit, it's a bit like the scene in Seven, isn't it, where the guy gets fed until he explodes. That's yeah, pretty yeah, much that's what they do what for doing, yeah. Yeah. Um, Everyone's got to have a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd volunteer to be the duck. Is it too early to start Christmassy stuff? And by the time people hear this show... It'll be what? It, it'll we'll be, in be December. into December. We will be in, as they say, Northern Ireland, the mouth of Christmas. The mouth of Christmas. What? Yes. <laughs> I have never heard that. Yeah, as the as mouth as of we, Christmas. When you say we, time around culture is anywhere as near as enough. When you say we, is that the royal we? Is that well, just you? I don't say it, but I mean, my ex-mother-in-law used to say it all the time. You know, oh, we're in the mouth of Christmas. I stay around culture <laughs> enough to know what a Mars bar and apple sandwich is. Uh. Yeah, look at your face, by the yeah. way. Andy's, Andy's aghast. You yeah. may well be aghast. Yeah. Culinary what delights. the fuck? I went, I went to the North Coast with Hannah and her extended family to scatter her dad's and ashes. Sisters. And they uh, once we had done that... The death edition of yeah, the podcast. Yeah, this is, yeah. Uh, stuff we've done race, now we're doing death. Yeah. Um, and when we got back to the, the little house, every, you know, everybody brings a bit of a spread. And uh, somebody unfurled this tinfoil platter of sandwiches that looked like shit. There was like it was just like a brown mush sandwich, and everybody instantly went, "Oh my god, I haven't had those since I was a kid." I said, "What? What are they?" And they said, "They're apple and Mars bar sandwiches." Perverts. And, and I was like, I, I, "I'm sorry, I've never have I not told you? Have I, I'm we sure I have this. About, yeah, we about this a couple but of I, years ago. yeah, it's so, but apparently it is a we've got to recap everything country. Brandy, though. Yeah, it is a country Protestant." Yeah. Delicacy is an apple and Mars bar sandwich. It's not, it, you, all of those words made sense, but not delicacy. Yeah. Not in that context, anyway. Yeah. We, a, we never uh, did do an atheist at a funeral, did we? No, we were talking about it once. We were going to talk about being an atheist at a funeral. Yeah. Yeah. I nearly set my cup of coffee on top of the coffin. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be in the fucking living room. What? Like, what? <laughs> did you think it was just a big table? I thought I thought it was a a, a table, like perfect, a side table, perfect height for someone forced to stand because all I, the chairs were in use. There's not like, a lot of brass on this side <laughs> table. <laughs> I like this coffin themed table you've bought yeah. for this funeral. It's really, it's really classy. Yeah. Edgy. Walked in. I, I, first of all, it was a funeral for somebody that I didn't know. It was a friend, a, a friend of Hannah's mum. So we were there. I didn't know anybody there apart from Hannah and her friend. So I walked into the room immediately, full of strangers, and just sat. Went to set my cup and saucer down on what seemed to be like a convenient table height. <laughs> Which is like a coffee table? No, no, height? no, 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 table, like, no, like height? height, like, so if I, I was, like, like, I was a, like a bar set. Yeah, like a bar, yeah, yeah. like about, about the height of the bar. Like, I was being forced to stand. Would it be stand. about the height of a table with a coffin on it? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> about that height, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> about that. Um, and I, I, like, I literally was going to set it down until I thought, there's a brass plate on the top of this. <laughs> 
I, I thought, oh, I, I meant I obviously saw the, the full length thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh. We don't, like, we're uh, uh, Protestants, city Protestants don't do that. I city I, folk. I went yeah. to I think it was like the the a free pea a free Presbyterian funeral and um, I was sitting there as an atheist um, I you know, Catholic atheist yeah obviously the worst kind <laughs> the worst kind um, with all a, the with guilt a, and none of the fun with an English Protestant mother so I was fucked up as as all get out but I I was at this thing and I was kind of in this room. And it's, you know, it's like a barn or something. It's, there's no decorative uh, nonsense at all. And I was sitting there, and it started off, and I thought, this is, I could, I could sort of get behind what they're saying here. This is, you know, this doesn't sound, there's none of the fire and brimstone I was expecting. Until uh, the, the, the guy leading the thing kind of went, of course, her daughters will never see her now, for they're going to burn in the eternal fires of hell as they haven't been saved. <laughs> Oh. What the f- so pick your time for your message, man. Wow, that's whoa. Yeah, read the room. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I was like, whoa, that's just harsh. That is harsh. And I just thought, no, maybe this isn't the one for me. Yeah, this for this particular super. religion. And I've, I've um, been to um, I've been to two. I don't know if you call them atheist funerals, but funerals of people who are definitely not dead. religious. Definitely <laughs> dead. Yes, I've been to a few of them, but. Humanist. You know, they, they wouldn't have even. They were. They were just. They wouldn't have badged themselves as anything. They were yeah. just not religious, and and that was it. But what actually happened at the funerals then? Because there was no religious wrapper around it, and kind of a a narrative to the whole. Mm. How are you spending that? I found it really weird. It was a bit like the world's shittest best man speech. Yeah. You know, so it's like, and then you know, he sort of did this, and here's a, a funny story about him, which was sort of when it was funny, you know, you know the guy, and then that was it, and then someone else tell a funny story, and oh, oh, and one of them, the person who was leading the service, just spent forty five minutes telling other people's stories about the person who died. And that was it. And he was like, well, you're not actually telling them properly because I was there when that happened and that person would have been better telling it than you. So it was just like this really shit best man speech that missed all the context. But you're kind of obliged to every time he stopped talking, give a little titter. And then you just got to the stage and was like, I actually preferred preferred singing a couple of songs. There's a a weird familiarity and formality to those sort of things. And I think... You need to be a it's good. Hard. You, you need to be a good compare to, yeah. to compare a funeral that's not going to be like a that's not going to have. That's, a yeah, that's, that's so why easy. the ministers it's get so all the action. It's so, <laughs> so, so easy to go the wrong way and make everyone laugh when they shouldn't. Really, I, I, I would I mean, imagine. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would. I. I it's kind of. I just want someone to go. He's done. <laughs> Just, just, he's done. Or we, th- or we thought sandwiches are over the road. Well, we, on the one hand, I want everyone to turn up and go, "Oh my god, this is ah uh, the wheeling and national day." But I want to see that. No. <laughs> so I'd, I'd quite like to know when. Well, now when you get there, we'll say we thought he was done, but we cocked up the timing, so we let him stew in his own juice for a little bit. Absolutely. So he's more succulent all the way through. <laughs> well, there, there's a thought. I mean, like I'm, I'm sure you've all thought about what you'd like to happen at your own funeral. <laughs> So what do you what do you want? What do I want? Uh, yeah, what do you want? You're obviously you don't get to enjoy it. Right? I'd yeah, like to yeah. come back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Only joking. Um, what do I, I, I? Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I haven't. You get older and you start thinking about these things, but but not not as realistically as you as you think they would be. Um, I want. Um, I want everyone to be miserable. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Um, oh, I come on. I mean, if, if you're genuine, genuine, if you're it's genuine. very hard to be genuine about that. It's very, because it really does mean facing your mortality and going, yeah. okay, the moment I go, what, what do I want to happen? Right. I want to be in the middle of sex. Is that, 
<laughs> you, oh, oh, so we're going right back to the point of death. I thought we were oh, just yeah, talking yeah. about the funeral. I, I, I want to go. go I want to go the Elvis way. Yeah, I'm going to shit myself to death. Uh, give us a bail, lads. Yeah. Um, Time's up. On a I toilet figure, with a TV figure, in front of us. I figure if God and I have an agreement where I die only when in the middle of sex, I can cut down my chances of death really easily. <laughs> yeah. It's like sure. having the bullet with your name on it. Yeah. 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 If I keep that bullet right in my pocket, I'll be all right. Um, well, yeah. I'm not necessarily talking about like how you go, but yeah. just how how you want to be sent off. I want to be sent off. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't particularly want a big formal thing, but then somebody should get up and say something. But my family are shit. Like, they will not say stuff. They won't stand up and say something. Because yeah. at my brother's wedding, my dad refused. I've told this story to you guys before. I think where my, my, my dad goes to me at my brother's wedding, he says, um, I don't want to talk at uh, uh, Adam's wedding. Can you do the speech for me? And I go, well, if you want. And he goes... Because this is my dad. My dad will not uh, in any way let the truth get in the way when seven or eight lies will do the same job. He said, just tell everyone I've got a really bad throat. No, one, no one's going to care. Just, I'll, just, I'll just say, I'll just get up and I'll make a thing. You don't have to say anything. Just, no, no. just tell them my throat's sore. I've had a cold. And I'm fine. I says, why, don't, why don't I tell them, Dad? Why don't I tell them you're recovering from throat cancer? And then, <laughs> and then everyone will buy you a drink. He went, do, 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 do that, do, do that, do, do that. So I go down to the wedding. I, make a sp- I write a speech to show it to my brother. I say, this is what I'm going to say. And I say, oh, will you hear about my dad? And I tell him that exact story. And so I get up and make my speech. And my brother, who's a bit pissed, gets up and he goes, I want to thank my family. Because it's in Cork. The wedding's happening in Cork and we're from Belfast. And he goes, I want to thank my family for coming down and, you know, especially my dad, who's just recovering from throat cancer. <laughs> goes, what the fuck? He goes, he's not really. He's not really. It was a joke. It was a joke. I go, no, my God, no, you just, you've got that wrong. You've got that wrong. Yeah, you can't have a joke about cancer in a wedding speech. It seems, even at a funeral, it seems like yeah. the wrong time to make that joke. I love how we got here, though, with, um, so can we talk about Christmas funerals? Yeah, <laughs> that, that's, that's pretty much the measure of the show. Um, so I, I don't think any of my family are going to be particularly good at saying something for right. me. So I don't know. There's a couple of friends. You're going to have to write it yourself. I'm going to have to. Aren't yeah. I? I should really get the work Could in Could you now. two not just podcast at the funeral and said something? No, just have like no. <laughs> because these two don't. If I were not in this room acting as a catalyst, these two would sit there and just stare at the wall. That's the date. Look, Ron. Look, look at them die. <laughs> <laughs> There's no attempt to deny it. It's hard to tell which wall he's staring at, though. <laughs> <laughs> he's got one eye looking at me and one looking forward. Yeah. So I, I know. I mean, I, there's a friend of mine, Danny Elliott, who's a, who does a lot of fundraising and speeches. Probably would make a great kind of stand up, make me sound amazing, and then sit down again. But I'm sorry, I didn't want to do it anyway. Well, I don't. I don't. Uh, does anyone know people? I mean, you don't really know someone. You see, you see aspects of them, so you don't know them in the round. The only person that knows that person is you. That's you why, only, yeah, you're, you, you can only know that. yourself. So I wonder if you died, would anyone think to tell me in Scott? <laughs> <laughs> like, would anyone? PJ hasn't responded would to the email about the show. The group WhatsApp's been a bit quiet this week, lads. <laughs> you can be buried. And be like, is PJ coming to the podcast? This week? PJ, did PJ ever get his new phone? Because he hasn't replied for I, quite I, some I, time. I would say if I were to die, you two would know very quickly. I would say if Ron were to die, it would take us six or seven weeks. <laughs> Even Susie wouldn't be sure. <laughs> I just thought he was having a nap face down in the bubble behind his eyes. Yeah, um, yeah, that is true. I mean, what do you? I mean, like, where's the emergency get out? Where, where, how do you? You know, I would, I would hope Ron would be out. At my I mean, if you died during sex, I can understand why Annette's not telling anybody. <laughs> She's just 
Oh no, PJ's at home. He's fine. Stiffer than usual. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't, I don't, I don't really know. I mean, the thing is, when I'm dead, it's all gone anyway. I don't particularly think there's anything happening. I yeah. want it to be something nice for Annette. And the kids, that, that's what I would that want. You're dead. That I'm dead. I mean, that's, listen, that's listen, the legacy. That's the nice bit for them, not the funeral. Well, I, I mean, you as, as a comic artist, there, there is a kind of legacy of work that I leave behind that I would leave behind. Which, yeah, but I, I don't pound think notes that, is what they're after. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But the, that doesn't really represent you. They want either. that sweet murder dome cash. That's when they, yeah, it's when they find the comic strips I've been secretly drawn with all my real thoughts and fears. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. What about you, Scott or Ron? <laughs> Scott or Ron? Scott or Ron? Somebody else. Well, I, I was just else. about to ask Scott or Ron um, <laughs> about about his uh, thoughts. What I want to happen? Uh, you know, assuming this is way in the future, Ralphie's an old man at this point. Ralphie's you know? an old man. Jesus, I must be. Really what if it's old. tomorrow? What if it's tomorrow? Yeah, what would happen? Oh, Garth Brooks going to start singing. <laughs> <laughs> if tomorrow. I mean, are you asking what would happen or what I would want what would to happen? Want to happen? I don't know. Have you discussed this? Uh, I want to be cremated. So do yeah, I. Yeah, I've said that as yeah. well. And then crammed, oh, crammed, you, crammed into a firework. Cremated, buried, I, I, I'm eaten the, by fish. I, I don't care. You know oh, why buried I, at sea? Is that an option? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Bin Laden was. <laughs> but can I pick that option or do I have to? I think to, you have to kill have, some Americans yeah, first. I know, yeah. I'm not sure. I, mean, I, I genuinely don't care. You know, it's like, it's for the people who are alive. Funerals are for those who are alive, well, not for those who are dead. My, my reasoning for cremation is because it's cheaper. I mean, that's yeah. That's a, you know. You don't need to have a, Susie with you, some firelighters. You don't need to have a plot. I mean, okay, yeah. you, you can get away with a cheaper coffin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't need the the higher. You know, there's no need to drive you back from the place where you're going. So yeah, I mean, part of it is just a consideration for the people I've left behind. You know, I thought yeah, this this will be cheaper, and I don't, I don't want to have to be, people to be dragging Would your themselves. Your mum and dad turn up. My mom and, well, not together. Obviously, I'd quite but, like the, you know, I'd quite like a, to, them to have a really nice feed because, like funeral, yes. f- yeah, like funeral. Well, I'd want an Indian, but now it turns out the Hannah won't go. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't going to the funeral. Ron's dead. There's going to be food at the funeral. What is it, Indian? Mm-hmm. I wanted a nice Christmas dinner. Yeah. <laughs> I got my nails done instead that day. Yeah, no, but I would like. I'd like everybody to have a nice feed because funerals are generally like, I know, I don't know. Maybe people don't. People's relationship with death is weird, and if it's you know the funeral of your loved one, if like if you're in the tight immediate family, maybe you don't want people hanging around, and that's why they bring like the tray bakes and the the casseroles and mm-hmm. stuff that they can just leave and then go. But I quite, quite like the idea of just everybody sitting around having a really good feed. Would, I love would, tray bakes. I'd be raging everyone having them after if I wasn't there. Oh, yeah. I would. Here's what I would want. I would want an hour's notice that I'm going to die. And for someone to give me all, I'm gluten intolerant, but I want all the fucking things with gluten in it. Yeah. And that last hour, yeah. I go, do you know yeah. what? I just bring all the gluten stuff to me because uh, I'm not going to feel any of that. There's been some stinky corpses, but this is one of the worst. A Peshwari naan. <gasps> that's the only thing. That's, that and a um, and a, some some sort of cake. That's the only thing I that I miss. You'll, you'll be eating halfway through a Peshwari naan. Someone running. Oh my God, Scott, we've got it wrong. You have nine months to live. And you'll go, like, oh, for oh, fuck's sake. These next few days are going to be a fucking <laughs> shit show. <laughs> Literally, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, there, there is a big difference between. Uh, um, it's one of the things that's different, very different in every country. So in England, death oh, yeah, and they, funerals they... is really, really different. So, and it depends, obviously, like if it's a little old lady dying, then it is more sort of tea and sandwiches. Yeah. But if it's um, I play rugby, and if it's a rugby bloke who dies. It's a feed and a drinking session. Yeah, you know, it, it's not. But there's also there's a time difference. Like they oh, bury geez, yeah, two weeks. Ages, yeah, yeah, over two here, weeks. over here, but in the grave, quick before he gets up. The, yeah. body, <laughs> the, the, body, 
body's still warm. And somebody died once on a. a, a when was that UTV? Somebody died on the Monday, and everyone's like, "Well, brilliant! We'll have to get that sorted so for if tomorrow you're afternoon." Start singing for the a Craig David song about death now. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. But on Tuesday, I took him for a drink. No. Uh, but but yeah, they were talking about the funeral on the Tuesday afternoon. And I'm sat looking at people going, yeah. "Which Tuesday? Like, yeah. Tomorrow? Like, nah, get out of that. <laughs> no, no, honestly, that, how do you get the postmortem? Literally, like, like if a you we don't we don't yeah. no we absolutely do we yeah do. we do but we most do. most of the time they're just like it's like McDonald's it's just like a drive through yeah. just right. leans out a window and goes yeah dead. unless there was a bomb or there's a bullet casing found at the scene they're probably like oh, is well. he old yeah, he's old it's probably fine yeah. it's, just... it's one of, I think again since we mentioned we've mentioned Bin Laden so I'll mention <laughs> Harold Shipman this time but the the rules in England and Wales and I don't know if they changed in Northern Ireland but when uh, after Shipman had oh, been yeah, sort of yeah, through yeah, a lot yeah. of old people. That someone from the same hospital can't certify a death. I'm pretty sure that's the case. I think so. When my my great auntie died, she died at sort of um, like eleven o'clock one night, and they said, "Right, I think it might have even been a Friday." And they went, "Well, yeah, but we can't get anyone to certify the death now until Monday because we have to get someone from a different hospital. They don't do weekends, so yeah. the, the earliest you could have even released the body then." would have been the Tuesday before the, you know you're like alright okay so we'll get them on the Tuesday and then so it'd be laying in by the but Thursday but she's still pronounced at that time yeah, yeah. They, but they have to have a second opinion on okay. it just, and, and, that, and they're like so by the next Thursday we'll That's get them into the, the house the of second rest opinion. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully she, so, you know. so someone gives me a kick and goes he's no still, he's, not, he's only sleeping I'm he's not dead yet. but he's also ugly <laughs> <laughs> give him another kick That's not the kind of second opinion I wanted yeah. there's, there's, a, there's a girl in, in our work I think I remember She's from Sheffield, I think, and her grandmother, I think, or, or some relative died, and it was like, oh, "Are you going to fly home?" And she's like, "Yeah, probably two, two and a half weeks, something like that." And I was yeah. like, "Can are the guys not giving you the time off now?" Like this, that, that's, and she's like, "No, the funeral's not going to be for weeks. for weeks." Yeah, yeah, that's Jesus, weird. That's but weird. that's because we we bring the. I mean, sometimes we'll have an open casket in in a, a living yeah. room. Yep. And stuff, which I don't think you're doing it. Doing it right? No, not so much. Some, some sort of older folks, maybe a bit countryish, might do, but no, not often. Yeah. Sometimes I it's a closed casket yeah. about yay high. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Imagine if it was an open casket. Like, Can you hold that? <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, I'd, I've never been to, uh, um, I'd never been to an open casket wake in somebody's house until yeah. Hannah's dad passed away a couple uh-huh. of years ago. And that, like, again, we Protestants don't really. Test. Yeah. Some country Protestants do, but yeah. like, oh, I mean, whenever my grandfather died, I mean, him and my uh, my grandmother lived in a. A flat on the side of our house, and you know, two three days he was just lying. Like I was just wandering in and out of the room all the time. Yeah, looking at him. You know, I find that very, I don't want. I don't want to do that. For me, I don't want to do that either. Yeah, I, I just I want to be stuffed and mounted, <laughs> constantly, constantly standing there looking at the kids staring them down. <laughs> the do your homework. <laughs> I mean, a few years later, uh, a friend of mine who uh, I was at school with died. You know, and he. He had a long battle with cancer, and we went around to his house, and, and there he was in an open casket. Yeah. And that, that really messed us up. You yeah. know what I mean? All, we were only 17 at the time, and I don't think any of us were really prepared to see you know, death a, dead, yeah. a dead, well, he was a year older than us, yeah. a dead 18-year-old, and it, and it, was, it re- really was quite disturbing to us. But many we, years later, like I've been to quite a few funerals now where... That's just know, the norm. We, it's just, yeah, it's just not that unusual. We lost a guy in our work, Aaron, um... Uh, he was 29 he had a very very short battle with cancer mm. um, and it was it's weird like whenever somebody's that young they had an open casket at their at their house I couldn't bring myself to go into the room or whatever but they were telling like the, the guy who embalmed him was his best friend from school 
Like they what? they they hung around together, and they used to like his dad owned the the, the friend's dad owned the the mortuary. Yeah, and like they were always around at the, at the, the thing, and uh, they were the same age, and he'd kind of carried on in his father's business yeah. and he was like and they said like do you want to take a step back from this he's like no no it should be you know it should be should it should be, be me, me. Does it, yeah. yeah and you're like people's I, I that's a funny that's <laughs> weird, it's weird though, though it? but, but i mean it should be me but it's lucky he's a professional embalmer yeah because <laughs> i feel like i feel like if i if somebody goes yeah paul your mother's died and i went do you know what i should be the yeah. one to embalm yeah. <laughs> 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 they go. What do you know anything about embalming? I go. No, but I'll give it a try. Guaranteed, I, I don't mind. Guaranteed, there's a YouTube tutorial that'll take me through step by step. One suspects that you're not going to be on the Christmas card list of that friend anymore. <laughs> Someone give me a jar big enough. First of all, it's like pickling, isn't it? <laughs> Pass the cotton wool. <laughs> But um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll offer my services now. Uh, <laughs> to if, be embalmed? No, to delete your browser history. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. yeah, no, that's fine. That, yeah. There's no danger there. It's okay. Oh, I part of it kind of like history. To donate my body to science. I've never thought about that. Well, science for? isn't that interested, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> you can donate know. to Huel. Yeah. Huel. <laughs> this, ladies and what gentlemen, like is first... what happens to a pure Huel fueled person. What if I'm think... like the first guy to live to like 140? On purely on Huel. Well,. What a miserable existence that yeah. would be. <laughs> Give me 60 years of eating chips. I mean, <laughs> in, in ter- his internals have turned into one just Huel. Yeah. He's just become transparent and you can just see the Huel passing. Like, <laughs> a, like a baby fish. The transparency has happened already though, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm That's why he's got so many tattoos. We yeah. can all see him. <laughs> Trying to colour it back in. Uh, you can actually see them through the other side of his arm. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Um, 3D tattoos. Yeah, I, oh yeah. I mean, going back to to what you to would Christmas? like. I think no, <laughs> no. When would you like to die? That's a good one. Would you like to die around Christmas if you could pick? I'm not that into Christmas. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not into Christmas. That into Christmas. So I'm going to ruin everybody else's. <laughs> and so I don't see why anyone else should be in that into Christmas either, for that matter. Yeah. I mean, if if somebody said to me today. Roughly, when do you want to die? I'm probably going to pick the furthest date from where we, we are, are right now. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you're 104. So, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that means you'd be dead now. What no, but you what, like, when, if, like, when, when do you want to die? Like, the, yesterday's date next year. Yeah. Okay, that seems like a clever play until you realize, well, you're just making it up anyway, so you could have said a thousand years from now. Yeah. 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 So it would have to be on, uh, within a year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought that was a stipulation, okay? <laughs> But do you really want? See, that's a, that's a double-edged sword. You say a thousand years from now. Mm, I don't, I don't know, want do that want either. Immortal, no, you know? hell no. no. I mean, have, have you seen the Highlander? Yeah, yeah. I, do. Highlander, I mean, you'd have to yeah. talk in that ridiculous accent as well, wouldn't you? I just don't want to be around whenever racism finally bites back on white people. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Chalky. Yeah. <laughs> you've had it too good for too long, and you've been around for most of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just on the Highlander. Um, but did you? Casting in that film. Oh, it's amazing that right, film. Right, so Sean Connery is cast as Ramirez, the Spaniard. Yeah. <laughs> and Christoph Lambert, the Frenchman, is cast as a Scotsman. Yeah. yeah. Were they just tooling with each other? I think they were just spinning a wheel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what There's random combination of yeah. accents can we have? I don't There's know a, what would cause anyone to cast Christoph Lambert in anything. In anything. There's, a, there's a scene in that film. I worked with a guy who, um, he's an editor now, but he mm-hmm. was part of the visual effects department mm-hmm. on that film. Okay. And at the very, very end, when you know, he kind of he levitates up and there's lightning and yeah. all that kind of stuff. The you, can see, you can see the wires. Right. You can still see the wires. But there's a scene quite, a, quite 
um, near the start where he kisses a woman in an alley. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you watch closely, you can see the that the there. no, you can see that the the facade of the building that there yeah. is. I think it's a bar is a facade. Yeah. And behind it, the build the building is about that deep, and then <laughs> stops, and there's just nothing. I just you know what there are some films that that despite all of these factors are just still awesome and that's if, one of them it's like yeah. no if matter I the, what I, else there is going on there's so much like in in the HD versions you can see the terrible stick on yeah. scar across uh, the what's his name Jürgen Jürgen what's his name the, Fancy Brown what's his name no, yeah. no. Fancy Brown's character called I the, know the, 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 big, the big German <laughs> fellow he has to keep fighting yeah no he's not he's not German he's from well, the steppes which is Russian if I went upstairs now and asked Hannah what her favourite film is now it might have changed because she saw Star is Born and she really liked that she'd probably say Highlander really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting yeah. uh, I my, do love he's my favourite scene in, in possibly all films <laughs> ever I feel like it might be your favourite film no no <laughs> it's not but that scene where Sean Connery comes when he first meets him he comes riding in on his horse across the water and he says something like I'm Ramirez the Spaniard. <laughs> and he's like, going, you fucking what? <laughs> yeah. And from then on, it, I mean, the whole, I love the film, but it, that bit, and you're like, your you, name is Connor McLeod of the clan, McLeod. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know any quotes from Highlander. Though, it's been so long since I've seen it. Yeah. I don't know any. Uh, yeah. I know. I, I know. I mean, I, I love Connery in anything, anything at all, but his, his Russian accent to die for. <laughs> Ah, yes, as the world once trembled to the sounds of a rocket, <laughs> so it will once again to the sound of a silence. Engage the caterpillar drive. <laughs> <laughs> or his Irish accent, he pulls a knife, you pull a gun. <laughs> he puts one of yours in a hospital, you, you put, put one, one of his in the morgue. morgue. <laughs> Get out of here, wisey dago bastard. <laughs> My, my other favourite current when he's in the Presidio is that it was, I could kill you with just this thumb <laughs> but not the right one the right one is too powerful just the left one <laughs> and then goes on to give the guy a kicking just using his left thumb <laughs> what's that from? the Presidio he's, a, he's like a, 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 a military police or something oh. like that and someone's been Presidio's the academy in San Francisco oh, I have never seen that film oh, I've never it, seen that it's, it's genius oh, Connery, Connery bullshit anything. that's yeah. the worst thing about the modern era is no more Connery, no Connery. Since, since he since it League of Extraordinary up. Gentlemen? Yeah, I know, I know. Is that the last thing he did? That's the yeah. last movie Which he one? made. The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Where he played That's an terrible. Englishman. Hello, my name is... <laughs> my name is Alan Quartermain. <laughs> my name is Alan Quartermain. R- uh, Richard... Uh, what did he play? King John as well in... in, um, in oh, Fresh yeah, in, in, oh. in Ro- no. was it Robin Hood? No. Robin Hood, Robin Prince of Thieves. Yeah, yeah. Hot. <laughs> you will not. Yeah, my your Connery accent is much better than yeah, mine. Everyone my, loves to do one. Oh, yeah. Alan Connery accent is great. Um, so yeah, um, what's your favourite film then, Handy? Um, the only film I've ever really heard him talk about is Thailand. Never shut up about it. I was I was going to tell a Sean Connery joke, but as I was about to do, I've now completely forgotten it. What would my favourite? It'll come back to me in a minute. What would my favourite film be? I think it's an impossible question. It's not. I don't think so, Handy. City of Angels. City of God. City of God. City of God. Okay. Possibly. I've never seen it. Uh, is it but I, it's, I'm just trying to think. I've been... Yeah, City of God is, is kind of up there. City of God. It's, it's, kind of <laughs> it's kind of fantastic. I love it. Yeah. it, it it's, it's a great film. And um, yeah, that's probably the one that stands out. But I think, like, is it the film that you could watch over and over again until you die? Which apparently is it in about a year for me. Yeah. But, yeah. Or is it the film that you think is technically... 
you know, technically the most brilliant, I mean, the I, film that the film that made you change how you think about cinema. Yeah. Like, it's, I think it's a it's a different because you know I would say two thousand and one is probably one of the most influential ones, but I can fucking watch it all the time. Yeah, it's a slog. My my go to film. Um, I've not forgotten the name of it. Richard Gere, Brad Pitt, uh, CIA agents. Um, it, it's kind of he, just no, it's no, Hollywood. Sorry. It's Hollywood popcorn film. Um, Richard Gere and, and Brad Pitt. Yeah, Richard Gere recruits Brad Pitt. What's it called? Oh, um, uh, it's like two words. Uh, but he, he the 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 recruit the. The recruit? Is it the recruit? No, no. That, no, that's Colin Farrell. Anyway, Colin yeah, Farrell. no, it, it'll come back to me again. My mind's come completely. It's too late at night. But he, he, I don't know what this film Richard is. Richard Gere recruits Brad Pitt as a young agent, and then there's kind of it's told in flashbacks because Brad Pitt's been kidnapped by the Chinese, and Richard Gere seven is years gonna, in Tibet. No, yeah, <laughs> it goes on longer than that. Um, <laughs> spy, spy game, spy game. That sounds like a film. Spy yeah. something or other. But it's one of those films that is just. It, it, it's kind of if I. If I've got a couple of hours and I was a bit bored or whatever, yeah. I could go. No, you would never say it's the greatest film you, of all time. Do you know I, what what I is in contention now? I've only seen it once, which is the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Oh yeah, I watched it I last really week. I really loved that, yeah. and I feel like I could watch that like several more times quite easily. Yeah, and I had, really love it. I think I need to give it a film. look because I, I had no idea that it was a Coen Brothers. Yeah. Really? Involved so thing. I think that the, the but it just came up on Netflix and I was like, I Netflix, Buster who? Yeah. Netflix just suddenly th- threw things throw it up on, on yeah. you. What's what's, what's but this I know that now? like I'd been following it for a while, so I think the story. I hope I get this right. It well, was originally the, a TV series. No, well, uh, the rumor was it was originally a TV series, but that seems like it might be just nonsense that was thrown out there. So it was always going to be a film. It was an anthology film. That's Robert Redford. Oh. <laughs> So Andy's Andy's favorite film is fictional. Richard Gere. Richard Gere. Wait that. I'm getting um, dementia. (laughs) Pretty Woman. (laughs) I really secretly love Pretty Woman. Well, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt was the woman in Pretty Woman. That would have been. Was it? Was it? Was it not? (laughs) Pretty Woman. I can't believe I've just got. Uh, What was the film? What was the name of the film? Spy Game. Robert Redford. I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check that out because it sounds like my. Check it. Robert Redford. It's kind of Brad Pitt's film, but Robert Redford steals every scene. He's amazing. It's a great film, but you know, you never say it's a great film. It's a popcorn. Yeah, Redford's just retired, hasn't he? Yes. Has he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, no more Redford movies. Is that a little bit like me retiring from making movies, though? Yeah. I mean, he hasn't made one in. Well, he was in Winter, one Winter Soldier. Recently. He was one very recent. And what was the one after that? I don't know. I don't know. This is why people listen to, to the authoritative voice of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> our depth of knowledge is substantial. It's, it's, I mean, it's everything's just on the tip of our tongue. It's never quite out. That's, that's the was problem. It lover, lovers, not experts. Lovers, not yeah. experts. What's that? <laughs> that's a, a line from. Uh, the James Bonding podcast they talk because they they love James Bond but they're not they're, they never proclaim to be experts uh, they just talk about their name's their Bond love for it. James um, Bond but I would watch the I would watch something like The Rock oh The Rock The Rock's oh, an yeah. amazing film yeah, I would watch that over and over yeah. and over again yeah, speaking of which that... you watched the, the the recent two part um, yes yeah, so Scott and I really enjoy this this YouTuber called Patrick H. Willems mm-hmm who makes uh, these all sort of short films about film. And he recently did a two-part uh, exploration of the films of Michael Bay. It's like it's like an hour and 15 oh, right, minutes okay. long. So the first one's 30 minutes and the next one's like 40 or something yeah. like that. Like, uh, and just, he, he, he goes so on to explain... the next one just all explosions? He, well, he goes on to explain that he believes that Michael Bay is probably America's greatest living auteur. Okay. And you, that initially that sounds yeah, like a... Do you know I can buy that? I can buy that. For, to a lot of people, especially film snobs, yeah. people will hear that and go that's nonsense yeah. and by the end of it you go 
I find it really hard to yeah. to argue with it, especially when he drops the bombshell that he has two films in the Criterion Collection. Yeah, yeah okay. But it's it, it's it's it, it's a really interesting watch. It's it, is one of them Transformers. The, the arguments, <laughs> the arguments, the, the Rock and Armageddon. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Armageddon. Good, good First film I ever cried up. First film I nearly walked out of. <laughs> 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 only nearly though. Did you stay to the end where Bruce Willis pushes? Uh, well, I only stayed to the end because I was with a girl and she wanted to see what was happening at the end. I, and I was the, like, "Look, I'm going to go out to the lobby I, here." I've heard. I, I mean, I, I can't. I think I read it somewhere that that they use Armageddon in NASA to get people to watch it and go. What is wrong with this film? Yeah. Everything. Just, yeah, that's it. They, every specific thing that couldn't happen, they kind of go, yeah, here's all the millions of things that they shouldn't be doing or couldn't be doing. But my wife loves Armageddon. She thinks it's great. I mean, I, I remember enjoying it. I probably only watched it once, I think. Yeah. But I remember enjoying it well enough. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's no why other do rock, some, but like, Why do some silly films get a kind of Bible of, well, this is yeah. ridiculous, but not as but ridiculous high, as... That. High production values, witty one-liners, and relatively well... And I know you're, you're turning in your grave already here, but... Yeah. You know, you look at stuff like Con Air. Um, I think when Gone uh, in 60 Ron seconds. dies, I, re- I really a, enjoy Con point. Air. I don't like Gone in sixty seconds. It's it's, um, it's really hard to kind of pin yeah, on what, what it is it, I like and what I don't like. Yeah. But yeah. there's something. Con Air is an amazing film. Yeah, but it, it's a, it's you know you don't like if you sit there and think this isn't believable, you're never going to get on board with Con Air, right? The whole the whole premise is ridiculous, but the, it, you know it's well scripted. There's some witty one-liners in there. The the production values are great. So the when they're having big cast scene. is fantastic. Mm. Yeah, and the guitar solos. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like there was. There was call me Johnny Thirty Nine if they knew the truth. We went to, um, wait, I think it was nineteen ninety six. The first year I ever went to America, we went to the cinema. That's um, an exciting trip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you can't Lads, do, we're can't, going to America. No, no, can't, can't, before one up in the Dundonald. Can't, <laughs> can't do Disney every day, Ron. Okay, <laughs> or any day, or Ron. any day. <laughs> oh, he set he set that up for you, Ron. Ron's uh, mom and dad came in one day. Say, Ron, we're off to uh, Disneyland Paris, which has just opened. Uh, not, no, not you, Ron. <laughs> we're we're off. We, <laughs> me and your mum are going. Twelve-year-old Ron can stay, stay here by yourself. <laughs> I had my brother with me. <laughs> Well, we we go to Disneyland Paris for a week. (laughs) (laughs) And Ron didn't think... Ron didn't think that this was a traumatic childhood experience. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny that Ron mentioned this casually and I kind of... And we kind of pointed out that seems a bit cruel... And, and he went he's like oh yeah I guess oh, yeah, I suppose it does. Does. I just assumed everyone's parents went off to the pit <laughs> that they'd always dreamed of going and left them behind uh. <laughs> oh dear it's still always <laughs> it's funny it's like bullseye school of parenting is it look what you could have won <laughs> it's a small world um, um. so yeah we went to, we went to the cinema when we were there we me being I think I was 12 um, uh, my mum took me and my sister in to see the Nutty Professor, which mm-hmm. which had just opened. Um, my dad Anything went to see The Rock. Oh, he right. went to see it went by himself, and we were out probably <laughs> a good probably in hour. The days too, where you could have seen a film before it came to the UK. Oh yeah, The Rock. It wasn't out for months. Yeah. Um, uh, by the time we got home, um, but it was a t- the time. It, it still is the time in America. He could have taken me in to see it because it was an R-rated film. Yeah. But because he's over eighteen. Yeah. Any, you know, you can get in with him. Your dad's only just over it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we were probably out a good hour and 15 minutes before 
his film is finished. So the usher was just like, you can go in and sit with him if you want. I don't yeah. care. So I went in and I got to watch the last hour and 15 minutes of The Rock at, at 12 years old. And I was just like... You've never been so pumped in your life. Oh, my God. And at the end, I was like, oh, why did he stab himself? And he's like, that's the antidote. It's like, oh, my God. That's, that film <laughs> is just... Pearl's configuration. Very unstable. <laughs> <laughs> Try your best. Wasn't there a plot? Losers always complain about trying your best. Why don't you go home and fuck the the prom prom queen? (laughs) Carla was the prom queen. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't wasn't there a thing where where some terrorist group or something was kind of basically taken apart because they they assumed the mother of the Pearl configuration was a real thing? (laughs) No. And it built one. And of course, it nonsense. It's all nonsense. Is the worst kind of thing in the world. So, uh, um, and they they were kind of found out. Maybe I made that up. I don't know. But there was a there was a day to be true. There's day like one to summer so. on a summer holidays in between school terms that I watched Face Off on the Rock on alternate days for the entire summer. You're not just permanently like just adrenaline. <laughs> I, mean, I I, I struggle with Face Off. Oh like, really? Yeah. I just I was like. This feels like we've turned into the, the believability or? in the world. Yeah, do you know it's like <laughs> I love Con Air, but Face Off was just like, what is this shit? If only, if only those actors could really sell what they were doing. They, <laughs> if only those two characters would just be more dramatic in some way. It was way, su- originally be... supposed to be Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone. I think it would have been better as those two. No, no. <laughs> Nicholas Cage just... Because Stallone would have had to go, I'm not Arnold Schwarzenegger. He'd have to talk the accent. That's, that's the problem. At least those two don't have the, the thing. No, well, no, they have each other's voices. Yeah, yeah. They, they have a sweet thing in, the, in their throat. Oh, to give the voice. Give the voice. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, right. so that Nicholas Cage doesn't have to walk around with John. Although with there is there is scenes at the end whenever they get, he gets punched in the throat and Nicholas Cage's or John Travolta's yes. voice comes out of. It's been of, a long time since I've seen Face Off. Oh, it's really good. Yeah, it's John Woo, isn't it? Yeah, so it's bad. John Woo, yeah. So good, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Lots of sparks, lots these, of dogs. These are all quite blokey when, when films. You, when though. you get to watch it in HD later on, and you realise like the bits were like um, where Nicholas Cage is feet surfing beside the beside the speedboat, <laughs> yeah. and the stunt man looks nothing it's like not Nicholas Cage. Cage. <laughs> it's just not him. Yeah, yeah they should have used that face-off technology. You know? on him. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so that's a bunch of blokey things. Anything not so blokey? Um, Twilight. My kids think my kid right. There's a song from Twilight which is um, something like "I Would Love You of a Thousand Nights" or something. Yes, and I really like that. So I heard it in the radio. I thought thousand years, a thousand years. I thought oh, this is my, this is a kind of song I uh, I really lo-. I thought this must be really old. So I'm wa- walking around singing this song, and my kids are going, "What what are you singing?" And I'm going, oh, "It's a really old song. I really like it. I, I just I don't know. I, it's like I hadn't heard it for a long, and then suddenly I'd heard it, and I was like, I really love it. And then I, I Googled it and discovered it was from Twilight, and the kids are going, you love Twilight! <laughs> the final, I, like, I don't like the Twilight movies. I've watched them all, but I disliked all of them. The final... Why would you watch anything beyond the first one if Hannah, you didn't Hannah, like the first Hannah one? I wanted to watch them. Oh, okay. yeah, the, the old Mrs. Wanted yeah. to I, I, yeah. I, I bought them all on iTunes. I've watched them multiple times. I enjoy Twilight immensely. Oh, okay. The final, ba- the final battle... In it's, the last film, it's fucking off the is hook. Phenomenal. Yeah. Okay. This film maintains a twelve A rating, but I can't, and there are seventeen decapitations I can't, I in can't, the final I battle. Can't watch. All awesome, and they're my all kids, amazing. My kids already think I love Twilight, so I can't ever just watch, watch it. Just like it's in on case. YouTube, it's on YouTube. Just YouTube the final battle and watch it on your phone. Okay. It's no, phenomenally I good. I actually wouldn't mind watching and it. Like, and then Michael Sheen turns up, and you're like, "Holy shit, it's Michael Sheen!" Michael we, Sheen. Do you, Michael do you my have a film? Do you have a film like? When Lord of the Rings was coming out, we, my wife and I would go every Christmas 
right? That became our Christmas time film. Yeah. And then Harry Potter was our Christmas time film. And then it feels like there hasn't been a Christmas time film. But the new Harry Potters feel like they're trying to be the Christmas yeah. time films. And we never really got into the Twilight films. So what's what's the Do you want to hear my, uh, my my short review of Crimes of Grindelwald? Yeah. It's a little shite. <laughs> okay, then. I've, uh, my friend in work, Lauren... Um, is like the biggest Harry Potter fan. She's ah. she's a phenom- She's just obsessed. A Potterhead. So, a Potterhead. Mm-hmm. So she flew this week. Sorry, last week to London to go to <laughs> <laughs> to go to the set, the 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 big set where you can do it, the Warner Brothers lot. They wanted to go that week, but the only tickets that they could get was an extra hundred quid, I think, to see. The Crimes of Grindelwald mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. set somewhere. I think they showed it in like either the the banquet hall or in one of the one of the other sets. But you were watching it in the yeah. set, and she was like, "That sounds amazing! Like, let's go and do that." Uh, she says when she got there, they projected it on what looked like a square office projector screen, okay. and they had punched in the oh. two three five aspect ratio to get rid of the black bars. Uh-huh. So they were watching the postage size stamp. Uh. Like, bit in the middle, both sides cut off, top and bottom, like, uh, cropped in. And she just says it was absolutely horrendous. Like watching ITV 15 yeah, yeah, years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that uh, sounds like my experience of watching it. Uh, yeah, but, like, that's you, except you saw full frame. Well, yeah. Except, but except the, that's your eyes. Yeah. Well, no, it wasn't my eyes, because the, the projector was actually all set up wrong, and all the colour was, was um, you know, all the blacks were grey, and all the whites were grey, and everything was kind of in the middle. Oh, right. Okay. Um, oh, yes, I, you told me. Yeah, I, we, we I, talked I, about I went this. and complained afterwards. I got two free tickets. Wait, wait, to see um, it again? Yeah, I went to Donald, and the guy tried to tell me that the projector was wrong, but I said that the, the ads beforehand were all set up right, so I don't know why the projector did the film wrong. But yeah. well, I, I would go to him, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see what that's got to do with me. No, he, he was very good about it, but I mean, I, I, I could have just made the argument that the film was shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you wouldn't have got two free tickets, then? No. Oh, no. Mm. Um, so, yeah, uh, to Grindelwald. So Christmas, yeah, Christmas, oh, Christmas Star films. Wars tried to, and then. For some reason, released Solo in the middle of the summer. Oh, yeah, we really? were supposed think, to release think, them every Christmas, yeah. I heard, and then and Solo I rolled think there out. There was um, there was something going to clash with it. This uh, cr- this Christmas, so Christmas past. Oh, something. of course, yeah, Christmas past. Um, and then Solo got knocked back a few months to kind of get no, out well, of the, the way. Last of, Christmas was um, the Last Jedi was out. Was that last Christmas or was that the one before? Oh, oh yeah, no, before. that was last. No, yeah, it was last Christmas. Getting, no, it wasn't. Getting, it was two Christmases ago. The Last Jedi. Yeah, because yeah. the last Jedi one was last Christmas. No, it only came out on iTunes in April. Yeah, really? They were, they, yeah. Okay. They, they were doing because the, the year before was Rogue One. Well done. Getting older on was the Force Awakens. Yeah. So it was supposed to be every Christmas, and then Solo's out midsummer. Yeah. So they, Why do you, you really think, you think they should have saved Solo for now? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And launched it, and then they'd have had four Star Wars films every Christmas. And then, and yeah. then Maybe they watched Christmas it and realised it wasn't going to be any good. I liked it fine. It, it was... It was I, you I see, I thought Rogue One... Certain people hate Rogue One. I liked it. I love Rogue One. Rogue One as a standalone film, my missus is, is not a Star Wars fan. And she's like, I'm not watching this, that shit. I'm not watching that shit. And I said, like, but you can watch Rogue One without having seen any of the rest of the stories. And yes, a little bit of Star Wars knowledge would help, but it stands alone. Solo, you've got to be a Star Wars mm. fan. Yeah. And even then, Star Wars fans might hate it, but it's a very Star Warsy sort of romp. Rogue One was Rogue one's a very different film. Rogue too. One's my favourite Star Wars film, mm. hands down. That last half hour, you have that, yeah. wow. Look at Grumpy Ron's face. I know. He, he, I wasn't he, that bothered by any of them. <laughs> <laughs> Give me old Twilight. <laughs> yeah, no, but I bet you liked um, the Revenge of the Sith, though, didn't you? No, <laughs> not really, no. I actually quite like The Last Jedi. I, I, I love The forward, Last Jedi. I'm looking forward to Nativity 4. <laughs> you, want, you, you want a Christmas... <laughs> no, are, you, are you wanting like, Christmas... Se- like, 
lots I of want, films like I a w- box set? Yeah, I, no, no, no. I mean, I want to go to the cinema and watch a film oh, every course. year for the next five years. Oh, right. Okay. I you want, want, you I want, want the franchise. to be a series. I want a franchise. I want oh, it to right, be good. Okay. Well, yeah. Fantastic Beasts be is meant to be that film. Yeah, but Which it's one? not going to be. Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, yeah, no, it's... I but couldn't. I couldn't buy the first one at all, and so yeah. I watched the first one, and it was immensely forgettable. <laughs> I think they've actually put themselves in real jeopardy of not finishing the series. Yeah, because uh, the reviews. Is it like supposed so to be four or five movies or something? Five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a deep. Oh, well, know. on that note, let's move forward to picks of the week. Pick of the week. No, then before we do that, let's talk about the classics, right? We're supposed to review a classic every every fortnight. The plan was we'd we'd talk about a classic film. Mm-hmm. I was on board for the plan. Yeah, and yeah. I still am. I'm, we, a, I'm on board with it. I'm on board for the plan. Hang on, but but L- listen, but you didn't Walter watch the classic. Mitty. You don't know I didn't watch. I watched the classic. Did All right, what it? was it? Ice Cold and Alex. Right, what's Alex? Alex is a place. What, what place? Where? Where? Alexandria. Oh, nice guess. <laughs> what is ice cold? Beer. <laughs> who drinks the beer? The people who are on their way to Alex. And how are they getting to Alex? By boat. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> In the middle of the desert. I don't think Across so. Across the Sahara. In a boat. <laughs> oh, you were just so well. I know. I know. I, I, I did mean, one now, the only my, night. The best thing about that was <laughs> there was no way. I mean, up until that point, all those answers could go either way. But when yeah. you go boat. I had. I mean, I had to make a commitment. I had to commit. <laughs> he had to go all in. Yeah. Ice Cold and Alex, if you don't, you explain Ice Cold and Alex. Well, look, Ron. all I'm saying is if you looked at the cover, you would have seen them in, in a Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> in the so, desert. So we know how much you were invested in no, that. No, no, they were in an ambulance. It was an ambulance. Well, it's, or it's a little truck thing. Right, an ambulance. Ambulance. I, but, uh, yeah, I think we're just going to have to abandon Ice no, Cold no, and Alex because no, he doesn't I want to watch it. You can't. I know he has not watched it, but sell the film. At least talk about it. People, We told people we were going to watch it about nine months ago. But that's the only reason. I didn't watch it. Why? Because it was so long ago. Fuck off. It wasn't just, long ago, four <laughs> months ago. Get in your head that you're not going to do something, and then you no, don't do it. No, that's not true. That is true. No. Well, why didn't you watch it? I forgot. And then we. No, and, then, and how many times were you reminded to watch it? Only once. Liar. <laughs> you liar. You just went, well, let's forget about it it's then. It's a great film set in World War II about, a, about an ambulance that has to get, a, get from. Uh, where's the start? Uh, Somewhere on one side of the desert has to get to Alexandria, and they've got a. They've got oh, a is that like Alexandria, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. It, it was a, it was a shock. Yeah, uh, but it's just about the, the sort of the the journey between these two points. But it's so. also about an alcoholic uh, kind of uh, guy suffering from uh, post traumatic stress. Yeah, and and uh, uh, Johnson, no, is it John Mills? John Mills. John Mills is. As kind of this guy who's been put in charge of getting these people across um, across to Alex. Two and nurses. The whole there. the whole thing is him kind of. He's an alcoholic. He's obviously an alcoholic, and he's drinking heavily. And they kind of someone else goes. He will not. Ma- you're not going to make it with him if he doesn't stop drinking. And he kind of commits to going. The next drink I'm going to have is is a nice cold beer and Alex. And it's just their journey across. It's a brilliant film. I have no doubt. And, and no they, doubt. Uh, the end shot where he's standing in front of Carlsberg, and they're all standing in front, and you feel. The heat of that film, you can feel it. That's good film. So anyway, should we pick another classic he's not going to watch? Oh, God. Well, pick one now? Yeah. Uh, but I haven't got one prepared. Well, do, what do you need to prepare? Actually, let's do it this way. This works. PJ, what classic do you no. want to pick? <laughs> no, no. Ron. Or Scott, I mean. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm sorry. I could never tell you this apart. Scott. <laughs> 
Have you let let you go because you moan. I mean, this way you might watch it, or you might have already watched it, and you I can pretend wa- you're going to watch it. You don't watch one classic, and all of a sudden you're the guy that doesn't watch the classics. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, come on then. Um, I'm trying to think of of anything, any classics that I've bought on iTunes recently that I haven't seen. Okay, um, we always nailed this down to films, didn't we? But it, it could yeah, have, it could have been. Oh no, anything. no, we nailed it down to films, except whenever I said um, the TV series. Um, Oh, what was the TV series that we watched? Oh, Quatermass. which you didn't watch. No, um, I, well, I didn't watch it because it was shit. Oh, right. Oh, sorry. When you were saying, I'm not the guy, just because I don't watch the classic uh, one wrong time. Th- hold two on. times. He's sitting two there, times. He's sitting there I quiet I got a whole three once. episodes into it. Yeah. And, and, he could have tried. I, sort of, I tried. You did not try. I tried. You're I, trying. That's I know, different. I know what I like. <laughs> Fuck off. You did say, it can't be a book. I'm not going to read a book. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. No, that's not because I don't want to read a book. It's because I don't have time to read a book. Okay. But like you know, if I picked an old album or something, you know, would you listen to? The oh yeah, no, I listen that. to the yeah, album. Yeah, yeah. If you if you want to pick a book greatest that has a Prince, I want to listen to the Greatest Hits of Prince. But if you want to hit, if you want to pick a book, I don't that think has the Greatest Hits of that's Prince counts as a classic. That's a bit like Alan Partridge's What's Your Favorite Beatles album, the best, best of the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to pick a book that's a book on tape that I can listen to in the car or while I'm working. Fine, but I don't have time to read a book. You maybe should have defined classic before. Oh, we tried. Really should have we defined have classic we have before tried. we started this. Yeah. No, I mean the definition was. Hold was on, let me see what one I bought assumed on was agreeable. Yeah. It's a thing that people generally consider a classic of whatever genre. Nosferatu that, that you have not seen. That you have not yeah. seen or haven't seen in some uh, some time. So Nosferatu's out because you've all seen it. Well, <laughs> I haven't. But I've lived it. Yeah. <laughs> What 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 is he doing? I'm checking to see what I've bought. Do you know recently? what he's doing? He's making me edit the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh God Almighty! This Jesus. is really this is this isn't the time to do this. Talk amongst yourselves. This just sprung on me. How hard is it to think of a film or a TV show? Taxi driver. Taxi driver. Done. Okay, done. I've seen it about fifty times. That's so fine. Well, you'll no, have no, something. No, no, no. You'll I, have something I have worth opinion, saying. I have on opinions it. on it. Yeah. yeah. A few good men. Hang on. What happened to taxi driver? <laughs> Have you seen Have you seen a few good men? A lot. I've seen a few good men. I could I could act it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't handle the classic warriors. Oh no, I don't want to watch it. Uh, no, not warriors. Uh, oh, this is really dull. Fuck it. But once were warriors. I'm gonna is I'm gonna classic? edit after Taxi Driver. It's gonna be Taxi Driver or Taxi, okay, driver. taxi driver or Bridge Over the River Kwai. Oh, I'd like to see Bridge Over the River Kwai. Fine. I know we've replied. done a lot of war movies. We've done a lot of war movies. No, we didn't because you didn't watch we it. Did, we did The Life and Death of Colonel Blimp. Okay, that's fair. That's we fair. did uh, A Matter of Life and death. death. Okay, that's fair. So now we're going to do Life and Death on the Bridge of the River Choir. Yeah. Okay. It's always like there's a theme or thread yeah. running through these things. All right. All right. Okay, so Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver it is. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Oh, are we doing picks of the week? See, you you laughed. You laughed that day when you walked in and I had written some show notes on a bit of card. But at least they were show notes on a bit of card. Look, which is more than whatever it is the fuck we're doing now. You Wrong, just... save us. <laughs> okay. My pick of the week Ooh. is a YouTube channel that I've kind of fallen in love with recently, which is called Legal Eagle. Um, it's a, a guy who used to, well, it seemed like, what I can tell, most of his, uh, ch- he's, a, he's, a, he's an American lawyer, and his channel used to be about um, informing Eagles. young young lawyers on how to be a lawyer. Okay. And then at some point, somebody must have asked him, "Do you want to do a reaction video to?" Um, no, there was one. It was one film in particular. I think maybe it was a few good men. And he went through sort of the legal arguments inside the inside the film. And now that's all he does is he kind of makes 
Yeah, he makes videos about. So it's like Neil about, deGrasse Tyson about, watching about courtroom dramas, and uh, it's like Neil deGrasse Tyson watching Gravity. Yeah, and saying that this is all bullshit. Yeah, so basically, he, he goes through the thing and then he gives it a, a mark. Oh, for, has he for done legal, my cousin Vinny? He has, and he oh. loves it. He oh, loves that one. Uh, he gives it really good mark for uh, legal realism. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, which, which let's be honest, is all we're really after in a film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's recently done a couple of episodes of uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Oh, that yeah, they're they good have the, episodes. The yeah, courtroom episodes. And uh, this week he put up his Christmas special, which is Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Oh, <laughs> the, original, the original, the original oh, one. Excellent, yes, excellent. Which, oh, which is wow. quite funny because he's doing, you know, he, he, he plays the movie in the corner, not the whole movie, but he plays clips, and then the kids, he put the 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 prosecutor's son is on the stand, and he's just, you know, and the defense lawyers ask him, "How do you know there's a?" How do you know there's a Santa in the kids? It's because my daddy says so. And he pauses and goes, hearsay. <laughs> <laughs> Objection. <laughs> Didn't they ruin that when they remade the film by not having... Because the ending... I don't want to spoil it for anyone who's listening if you haven't seen it. But the ending... If the, you haven't seen a 43-year-old movie... Yeah, but the, the US the, the US mail deliver the post to Santa and say that it'd be a federal crime if they if they delivered it somewhere else or something. But in the remake, the, there was a different way. And it was like, that was the, the setup. But the end was the US did it. And... And that, it was just some snotty kid oh, yeah, in, in the remake. In the remake, isn't it the In God We? Is it the In God We Trust thing Something that like they? That. Yeah, and it was like, no, but go back to the US delivering the mail. Well, maybe he'll do a video on the on the remake and uh, examine the legal arguments on that. But that's my pick: is legal, legal, and uh, legal, legal. Pick so of the week. I'm just finding the name squatches. of it. Squatches. Squatches. <laughs> I'm finding the name of it. Um, finding the mine's, name. A, mine's a YouTube channel as well. Oh really? Um, yeah, it's a guy called James Julier Art Art mm-hmm. Tutorials. So mm-hmm. whenever I got my what? my I, what yeah, I knew, art I, tutorials I, I know, for your iPad Pro. Yes, what whenever I got my new iPad Pro, I kind of wanted to see what this, it could do. This is my job. I know. Don't I be know. doing my stuff. Um, I have so little stuff as it is, and I didn't have any. I didn't have any footage to color or edit. Yeah. Um, so I thought I'll 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 do uh, multitasking, split screen, put a video on YouTube, and I'll watch like a tutorial for yeah. something. So this guy just started and. He just does these tutorials of drawing in Procreate. Yeah. Um, and he does you got like. Procreate? Yeah. I do have Procreate. Oh, good. Yeah. I'll play with that. Yeah. Um, and I am not an artist. I don't profess to be an artist or want to be an artist. Mm-hmm. But he explains the things in such a way where it kind of makes it a bit more accessible. Like mm-hmm. Bob Ross? Yeah. It's, it's like a digital Bob Ross. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, and and he, he watched that thing with a lawyer who thinks he can be a lawyer now. Uh, yeah. You think you can be an artist now? I see. I see how um, this works. My uh, drawings are terrible, but it's really fun to draw along with and see the the um, the technique behind mm-hmm. it. Um, and he has like a Patreon page where, if you're part of his subscription thing, you can get the color palettes as pre okay. you know as downloadable yeah, yeah. things. But if you don't want to do that, he gives you the hexadecimal codes in the. Uh, YouTube descriptions and all those sorts of things. You could grab a screenshot and put the color into your uh, thing you're using to use as a color sampler. Oh, really? Just pick the colors out of it then if you wanted. The, the, the only frustrating thing about it is that he doesn't screen capture. You can he, screen capture a he YouTube dra- video of whatever he's drawing. Yeah, but he's drawn. he has a camera on his iPad ah, right, as, opposed right. so to, not quite true. as opposed to screen capping um, mm-hmm. uh, the, the actual art. Yeah. But again, patrons can get the screen caps and the projects and all patrons. those. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, we should have patrons. I know. Yeah, we should. I know. We give them the screen but caps. It's, 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 I just find it really nice and I've, I've sat and done a couple and they're, they're just fun. Okay, well, I'll get the hammer. No, yeah, 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 no, you're not allowed to see mine. What? Because it's, I'm a child playing with crayons. That's you don't, you're not. You don't get to see. Oh, I'll show you my stuff, and you'll go. <laughs> you'll be amazed at how awful they are. Honest <laughs> to God, they are terrible. Because I'm I'm not a painter. Um, yeah. 
My pick of the week. Um, uh, there are two Paul and Pressburger movies on on the Apple on the BBC iPlayer at the moment. Um, the Battle for the River Plate. Uh, as you know, I'm drawing a comic with which is all war and boats and things. So I'm nearly sick of seeing them, but it's still kind of good. And uh, the Red Shoes, which I haven't watched yet, but I want to watch the Red oh, the Shoes. The Red Shoes is, is absolutely spectacular. Yeah, but I feel like I've got to watch that. I feel like it's got to be sat down. Yeah, you and do. Watched it's it. it's, it's such a colourful yeah. and. Uh, visually arresting film that I don't think you can look at it out of the corner of your eye. You know. Andy, you've had a whole week to think. <laughs> I have had a whole week to think. Um, it's been cruel of uh, Scott to not let you out of this room for that whole week. But <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. So. There are r- worse rooms to be locked in. <laughs> you sound like a man who has a plan. <laughs> you sound like a man who's got five oh, other rooms. I mean, in fairness, it's also a room without a door. Scott so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I... I I mean I I'm, I'm quite a boring person. I talk about marketing and sport most of the time, so I tend to default to to either of them. But um, I, it, it, so we'll we'll briefly talk about cricket because I know you all love cricket. Cricket, <laughs> go on, cricket. Uh, cricket how was that? Yes, that's it. He's lost the vote now. Um, that's lovely. It is. It's lovely. <laughs> it's lovely, Ron. Um, England have uh, well, they'll be home from Sri Lanka now. And if you've uh, if you're a cricket fan, you'll know that England tore Asia really, really badly. And they went to Sri Lanka this time, and they won. Uh, they they lost one game right. in a whole series, so they won. They won the Test series three 0 They won the twenty twenty one nil, and they won the uh, the one day stuff three one or something like that. It's unheard of in, in English cricket for that to happen, and it's been really, really nice to wake up at four in the morning <laughs> when you can't sleep and watch it because cricket just sends you back to sleep. It's, yeah. amazing. <laughs> it's been brilliant. Okay, so then. your pick is the English cricket team? <laughs> yes. Where can I get one? <laughs> <laughs> www. Well, we have an Ireland cricket team, and they're quite good. Yes. Do we? Yeah. I thought you said Ireland cricket team. Ireland, yeah. <laughs> Ireland, Ireland, Ireland cricket, cricket, yeah. Okay. Ireland may well keep you awake more than cricket. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's been another show. That's um, another one. Thanks for coming in again, Andy. Thank you very much. It's been lovely to have you back. Uh, I'm sure I'd you won't have me back again. Uh, well, we would love to have you back. I wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> 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 I've been Ron. I'm a PJ. I'm Scott. I'm Andy. Bye. 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 Bye.